Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Whiskey Sour. It's your girl, Dominique. I am here with one of my really great friends, Bobby Terrell Trasso. Hey, 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 hey. hey. Yes, yes. So, thank you for uh, allowing me onto your platform. Thank you, yes. thank you. Yes, this week's episode is not sponsored by Uncle Nears, but uh, I'm drinking it because my friend has a lot for my birthday. Next week, I have something different, you know. Uh, but I'm going to keep shouting out these different types of whiskey brands until somebody finally sponsors your girl. So what's up, Bobby? Right. <laughs> hey, I'm doing good. I'm um, You're over there tussling with your phone a little bit, I see. You know, I had to turn it on silent because I made sure I put it on Do Not Disturb, but I had to make sure I uh, turn it on silent. Um. I'm doing good right now. I'm, I'm I'm doing a few things. I'm doing um, I'm doing music still. Um, got a single dropping at the end of the month. Um, okay. I'm um, I'm I'm doing podcasts. I got a podcast with my wife. Got a podcast with my buddy. The podcast with my wife is uh called The Trust Is Truth. Then I got a podcast with my buddy called uh Highly Educated. Um, so you know I'm, I'm trying to do like a million and one things. I'm just trying to have fun, do a million and two things, and I'm I'm. Um, I got uh, two boys, you know, family now. And so, uh, wait, so I think the last time we really spoke, I think you only had one, or does she well, have one? Well, well, she had okay. one. Okay, and, okay, okay. So, so my yes, stepson okay. is 11, and then my um, my son is five. And then, you know, it's been, um, it's been, it's been over a year now. I haven't seen Gabe since like February, um, uh -huh. right before the pandemic and stuff. So the pandemic kind of threw it off, but, uh, um, you know, I, I still try to get up with Gabe when I can, but it's it's been a you know it's been tough with uh, all of that. You so know, COVID. you want to explain who Gabe is? Because like we don't that the listeners yeah. don't know yeah. who Gabe is. Uh, Bobby so, has so, a really interesting situation. Yes. So when I was in college, uh, when I came to Webster in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, I started dating Gabe's mom. And, you know, after we stopped talking, I still tried my best to, um, you know, just kind of be there in, that, in, in, the, in the role of, um, and I won't even call it a father because his father's in his life. You know what I'm saying? I would just call it just, you know, having been there since he was younger, trying to be a, 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 like a kind of sort of just role model, I guess, whatever you want to call it. But um, he'll be in eighth grade next year. And then my, my yeah, I know, right? And then my son, uh, my stepson, he'll be in sixth grade next year. And then my, my baby, um, he'll be in first grade next year. So, um, yeah, it's, Life uh, so fast and I'm still over here. just like, Hey, <laughs> about to be 30. Well, I'm 30. Hold up. Ooh, how old am I? I should know this. I'm, I'm 32 and no, I'm 33. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm like, no, you're not. You were I'm 33. Yeah. Let me stop playing. I'm 33. And, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be two years in August, been married. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to do everything right now. Working uh, in school, coaching I, football. Listen, I, I see that you have the, what is that, Marquette? That's Must Marquette, yeah. Okay. yeah. That's Marquette, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Coaching football up there. That's um, dope. Um, and then, like I had said previously, I, 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 I got to say this again. I give a special shout out to you. Thank you for allowing me on your platform. Um. It was about uh, 11 years ago, 12 years ago, something like that. Well, uh, it was about, we'll just say 10 years ago, 11 years ago, when you came and spoke to some students for me yeah. at, um, at Blow Middle School. So I just still want to say thank you for that because you came through, you spoke to the kids, spoke to the young ladies, yeah. and uh, it was just dope. You know what I mean? You did it for free. I didn't have a car at the time. You took a player home, too, after yep. that. Just, 
was just crazy. So I really thank you for that because the girls was like loving it. It's like, is she a model? Oh my goodness. We love her. I'm like, no, that's my friend. Went to school. I'm like, she's amazing though. She's dope. So, you know, that was such an interesting time because that's always something that I wanted to do. You know, uh, I've expressed this to you before. Like always wanted to be in the space where I can, um, you know, like, give back uh to our community because we have like so much that like happens you know and we want to be able to uplift um our our youth you know it's so many things happening um even you know this yesterday you know like seeing shit and people looking for people looking for a way out of like the things that like surround and plague them on a daily basis but then it's like when you do that it's still all these different love layers to to that you know and it's happening globally you know unfortunately um you know so i just i think that 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 is definitely something that i always you know cherish and i hope that a lot of those students figured out their path and where they wanted to go. Cause you know, we know, unfortunately some people fall victim to the circumstances that they are in, but they seem to all have uh, such a bright future ahead of them. And like I said, that was really dope. And I was like hoping that that was something that you would kind of venture into uh, teaching. Oh, I'm, still, I'm, still, I'm still in there. I mean, they want me to teach, but um, I think the way it's going, I'm probably just going to do some nonprofits, start my own ventures because okay. I want to serve those in our community. You know what I mean? I don't want to work yeah. for a that really ain't for us. You know what I'm saying? And I don't right. knock education. It's just not, it just, you know, it's just really not for us in certain ways, certain, a lot of aspects. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, coming from predominantly, you know, Black schools growing up and then hitting like you when know, did you did you go out there when, when were you out well, when did you so play? i i encountered like so from elementary school to high school i went to the same you know city schools in st louis, st. louis what? i thought you got out there about middle school elementary uh, oh. no, i went up into high school because high school really it's only so many that you could really go to yeah um, that don't have like mess happening but um you know, so I left high school and I went to Lindbergh my freshman year and there was always some mess. And then I transferred to Parkway North uh, where I finished, you know, and then I went to Webster. So it was, you know, trying to find spaces and where people look like you. And, you know, I would say definitely the educators at Parkway North were way better than the, the people at Lindbergh. So I am grateful for that. Like I still keep in touch with certain, you know, like teachers that we had uh, that I had growing up. Um, so I, I think that's, yeah. <laughs> so when you say, when you say, and this is me guessing, when you say Parkway North had a, a nice amount of, uh, and I could be wrong, African-American teachers there, or am I, or am I incorrect or, or no? I mean, I, I only, only <laughs> Ooh, I, I just know we didn't really have any, we had like two We didn't really have any, we didn't, oh, okay. I, I remember, but I, but I don't know if it's that I weren't I wasn't taking classes, but I just remember my my family consumer science teacher, like Miss Tobias. So I don't re really remember, but I just felt like the teachers that I at least that I had that I was able to pick, I didn't feel 
like they were, oh, I'm gonna fail you because you, you're black or anything like that. Like it was like, they were really, really dope teachers. So, which is why, you know, like a lot of people were sending their kids to, to part the, you know, Parkway or school district. I don't know what it was like at your school, but. It was kind know. of the same thing. I mean, I know when we used to go to y'all school and be in that area, it would seem like the kids were more relatable over in that area. Yeah. Like West County area, we had a lot of stuck up, kind of a lot of, um, I don't know, just kind of like bougie. And it seemed like when we went to Parkway North, they were kind of more down to earth. Maybe it might be that yeah, area. Yeah, I, 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 I would probably, and, and because it's also smaller too. So it was like, you know, and a lot of us, like our, us kids, like we really kind of stood together like that. I remember there being like a mural on the wall, but it was like a scene from like Huckleberry, like uh, Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn. And they had like, I guess like pushed this black guy down in like the book, but that was painted on the wall. So it looked like white people was pushing these kids, mm-hmm. this black kid in the mud. That, we took that shit down. We, they protested about that and that shit was covered up. That's deep. They took that down. Yeah. That's good. You know, the Vikings in the, uh, don't y'all got Vikings painted like in the gym? Yeah. My, my teacher, Carol Rivers, her son painted them. I forgot what year she said he painted them. So Carol Rivers oh, taught part this middle. And her son did it. I wish I knew his name or whatever, but that that was always dope when she told me that because that was one of my like influential eighth grade teachers. But that's dope though that you that you you know got out there so late. And I'm gonna say this: you fit in so well though. Like you know what I'm saying? You would think yeah. that, like, it, but I guess that's where the sadidiness comes from, huh? As you well, would, no, I mean, I, I, would, I would say um, I'm I'm pretty much like a chameleon. I'm able to adapt to like any situation that I'm thrown uh-huh. into, you know. Uh, and, and that's just being real. Some people have hard times uh, adapting and I just don't. And I never had, you know, like I felt like change is one thing that was always constant in life. So I had to be able to be prepared for anything. So I just was like, hey, I make friends, you know, I'll meet somebody. It'll be fine. But I have I have a surprise for you. Oh, let's see. it. Now, you know, I look and, you know, I got to let's see it because it's so many surprises that you could be bringing to the table, but hmm, let's see what it is. <laughs> let's see what it is. Can you see who it is in your car? <laughs> I can now when I scroll it over. Yes, I see now. Hey, can I say this? Hello, Rachel. First of all, hello, Rachel. Can I say this? Because I updated your contact the other day. I'm like, how is you still look? What is that that picture that you updated it with? I'm like, man, she still look good. I'm Ooh. like, what picture? And your picture too, Dominique. You look nice too. Oh, I'm like, what the with these? Y'all didn't pick the best looking pictures for y'all contacts. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, man, Rachel still look. I'm like, man, that's crazy. It was oh, it was good lighting. Man. Good lighting. What's up, Bobby? Yeah, always lighting. I'm like, y'all just good picture takers or something. This is just <laughs> this is like one of the early mentors in life. This is like the second mentor. If I if I say my first mentor was was uh this guy named Nico. Then the second mentor would be like Rachel. And that was like, um, you know, um, as far as she knew how to edit, she, she it was really like um, I started working in the um, Renan Linear um, editing area. And she was, you know, that was a person I was reporting to. So that was kind of like, you know, one of my first bosses there at Webster and, mm-hmm. and just somebody that um, really looked out for me with good advice. 
as much sound advice as she would give me and I wouldn't take it, but you know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll, I'll be like, yeah, I hear you, Rachel. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's been it's been yours, right, Rachel? I, I remember I helped move you in. I remember that. Oh my um, gosh! Wow! Wait, I remember. What? I remember. I, remember I, know, I think even I think I think um was the graduation party after I helped move you in. That was no. This? The graduation party was before because you moved after that. So so that was after that. Yeah. So was this must have been my house? Yeah. Well, 2011 when I graduated, I think you had it on. We were at Lafayette. No, it wasn't like where was where did you stay at before? Oh <laughs> yeah. Before you moved. <laughs> This is before you moved. You was like, hey, come through. You graduated. I got you. Come through. Uh, I, came, I came through. Ashley came through. Um, who, who was Ashley? Ashley White. Ashley White came through. Oh, was, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I'm like, you know, it's a lot of, which Ashley? Like, that's such Sorry, a nice name. You got to specify. Yes. We kicked it there. And then I helped you move. And I'm trying to think. I think after I helped you move, I can't remember. I think that was, I think that was last time I saw you in person. I think. Um, crazy. I can't remember though. Um, so Winget helps you move. And now you okay, so let's just let's get so, so to the wait. story real quick because I don't okay. want to take too so, long on it. Sorry, let's get so, to the story. Wait, so to everybody listening and watching, I I call Bobby Wink it. This nigga stole some chicken wings. Well, he technically stole them because he ate them before he paid for them. Mm -hmm. uh, at Schnucks. And everybody knows Schnucks uh, is a grocery store in St. Louis that had these bomb ass wings on the at the hot, hot bar. Yeah. Hot bar. So yes, Bobby, what is your recollection? Okay. This is why Rachel is here. Because you remember things differently than how we remember things. Because the explanation. Like I was mad hungry. You know, Rachel's like, hey, I'll pay for whatever you want. Just come on. Let's go. I got you. I'm like, all right. Okay. But then when I got there, I was like, man, I feel kind of really like low-key embarrassed because I don't got no money for it. And I don't want to ask her. So I was like, hey, I'm like, hey, I got it. Watch this. I'm like, hey, I'm 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 gonna just eat this shit, right. So I put the chicken in the box and I start eating it, right? And I ate like three pieces and I threw the Four. Uh, away. And, and Four. Rachel Four. was kind of looking at me like. Like, what the hell? Like, and kind of like disgust, like, dude, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm like, no, I got this. Watch, I'm good. So I put it in the trash can when I'm done. We walking around still. And dude came up to me um, and he had the container with the empty. <laughs> <stick of bones. laughs> uh, yeah. He was like, yeah, um, sir, you got to pay for this. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. I got belligerent. I got I got I got an attitude. Um uh, I even called the man out of his name. His name was on his badge. I clearly called him out of his name because I was frustrated and embarrassed. And uh, <laughs> I think because of me doing that, man, they put my picture up in that joint. I couldn't come back up in there for a few years. Uh, I had my picture in there. So, uh, yeah, that, that uh, and then, and then, okay, so Rachel was very upset. Dominique was like, dude, that's disgusting. Like, I came like, you can't, you can't sit with us. She was looking at me like, dude, you can't. You can't kick it with us no more, Oni. And then from there, it was like I was winged. Every like, matter <laughs> like, like, like Dominique could not have talked to me for like two months, and she'd be like winged. She'd text me, "Hey, I need a favor," and it'd be like, "Well, she'd be like, I need some advice," and I'd be like, "Damn, like that's really gonna be my name, like." Yes, winged. Like, yeah. like that's that's the experience. Uh, yeah, me and Rachel like, remember this completely different, by the way. I I, I, I just. I mean, what was your perspective on it? I felt like that was the, 
So I, I felt like this was the sort of thing that Bobby did on the regular. Yes. He yeah. just hadn't done it yeah. in Webster Grove. Not out there. Right not people. out there. No, not out there. And I want everybody to understand that Webster Groves, if you look up and Google Webster Groves, it is very white. Very it is white. very white. White. Very white. <laughs> it is very white. White. And, and, and it's just like, so we already going to this PWI. And <laughs> it's only like five of us that's black that go to this school any goddamn We sticking together. We sticking yeah. together. And this nigga come in a grocery store eating the chicken, walking around. And he was so, but I think what was more shocking was how comfortable he was. Like you said, he does this all the time. Walking around, talking with you, eating the chicken. He was, I, I distinctly remember him saying, no, 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 watch, 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 watch me do this. Watch me do this. Watch me do this. He was like, I'm about to get away with this. You about to watch me do this. And I'm like, yo, we got EBT. Like we got free money like we can get whatever you want except the hot bar yes so you could have got noodles you could have got any other stuff we got right i I was embarrassed i had no money (laughs) but it don't matter because at the end of the day had it really been that thing you know like I had like five jobs. I really would have been like, okay, if you really want this, this is going to be like three dollars. I mean, y'all would have made it happen for me. Yeah, right. y'all would have made so, it happen for so me if I would have Bobby coming down the aisle, <laughs> and it's like he coming toward me, and the white guy is like, sir, sir, uh, I believe this like long belongs to you. Right. And here's right. Bobby. Oh yeah, like he got his hand out. Oh yeah. Jack, let me let me let me get that. He was like, "Well, you're supposed to pay for the food when the meat is on the bone." And he and he kept calling the man Jack, and that was not his name. Not his name. Yeah. Like, you are making this a million one times like harder. Yeah. Like like. And so I'm like looking like, oh my God, like they gonna call the cops because we hear some niggas up in Western Grove. This nigga stealing some chicken. And and I'm, I'm trying my best to just get out of there. I'm like, y'all, we got to, we got to go. We got to go fast. And then, yeah. so they end up like, I guess, like putting in like, you know, oh, an additional like $5 on this bill. Yeah. But it was just like such a mess. And I was like, Bobby, Bobby, they going to bang you. And at the time, y'all, Bobby went by like midnight. Like that was one of his names, midnight. And I was like, they going to put your picture up. And it's going to be a black piece of paper with two white dots. <laughs> you didn't do that? <laughs> they, I remember. Hey, and they did put up the picture, though. That's real life. Like, I, oh, I, I didn't know that. I didn't yeah, go I didn't I was, go back after that because I was, I was just banned. I was banned up in that joint for a minute. I went up in there one time with my mama, and I was like, oh, damn, let me go sit in the car real quick. I see my picture up here. Let it me, took me, like, I hope she don't see it. It took me a minute to go back. I didn't go back after that. Hey, Rachel would not talk to me for like two days. (laughs) So we we worked together. So that was part of, you know, I knew Bobby from being on campus, but, you know, he joined the work study program that I was in or or supervised. And we would all, we would have this like little dingy editing suite. It was not, (laughs) that was not dingy. That was my office. That was not dingy. That was (laughs) spot. This, it was the spot. And Rachel's computer was uh, y'all, y'all can oh, you do not be at her computer. 
her, her computer and working space was the furthest computer next to the wall. Don't be in her space. That's listen, cool. listen. Space. And if any, if I came in and anybody was in my space, I'd be like, um, excuse me. I work here. She pull out that badge. Excuse me. I work. I need to get to my. So, so my I would be I would be set up on that you know that corner computer yeah. doing just about nothing, and Bobby would come in after the incident, and I'd be like. What's up? Yeah, she wasn't going for it. She would not talk to me. She would not. And I think, like you was telling me, you told me, like, hey, dude, like, this is not cool. Like, you know, you, you could have just said something. You don't have to um lie. And yeah. I think that was like a over the over the time I was there, that was one of your biggest things to me. Hey man, be true to yourself. You don't have to lie. Um, you was like things that are toxic to you, you don't have to be a part of. You was like, mm -hmm. you know, you gotta and I think, um, and and I think the the environment that I was in, I think that played a huge part. Looking back now, like, yeah, you know, eighteen to twenty one, twenty two, a time where you know, and I was talking to my wife about the other day. Generally, children kind of jump off the porch per se from like thirteen to sixteen. For mm -hmm. me, so older and doing that from like eighteen to twenty one <laughs> or eighteen to it really messes with your psyche and your norms and your morals. And uh, to me, in my opinion, if I had did that at the, you know, the schnooks on, uh, Dominique, you know this, the schnooks on, uh, I think it's the union. No, the union one. The city oh, plaza that, one. That, one. Oh, okay, that's normal. That'd, know, be normal. That's, That'd be normal. It was right off Natural Bridge, I think. Yeah. Union, like yeah. that. That's the one where I originated stealing the chicken from, right? So, uh, <laughs> so I guess if you feel like you can do that in your own backyard, you go out to somewhere else, Right. Um, and you those type of things. And, and I just had a lot of that inside of me. And um, I would bring that to Webster University a lot. And that probably wasn't the best place to bring it to. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, man, no comment. I, I mean, you're right. I saw I saw a very charismatic person. I saw a very happy person. But I also saw a person that was like not interested in letting go of that like street life. And I'm like, not at all. We I, thought they, I thought they could go hand in hand. I thought school what? and that type of, I thought I could bridge that gap. That was my goal at that time musically. Mm -hmm. I felt like, you know what? I am living this life. I am living this life of scholastics and hustling. They can merge together. And, mm -hmm. and I had to learn later on. I mean, you know, you can, but it's kind of like people who want to rap and be in the streets at the same time. It yeah. generally does not go hand in hand. It generally yeah. one will outweigh the other. Yeah. And, um, you know, just just reflecting, I'd be like, man, it was a lot of silly stuff I did at at that time on that campus, whether it be smoking on campus, whether it be doing some, when I say some of the silliest stuff that I know better than, but just feeling like, you know what, I'm going to trap this out, this, this trap spot, this going to be the new, and, and not understanding, man, you're supposed to be elevating, and you're supposed to be changing at this time period in your life, so... I mean, but I had great folk like you, Dominique, like you, Rachel. I had, I, there was a lot of other people around also that really just, um, I mean, it wasn't a lot of us, but I will say this, you know, and, and y'all graduated. Well, okay, Dominique, you graduated like right before and then, Rachel, you know, you graduated pretty, so you, you kind of got to see though, but it kind of changed a bit. You know what I mean? Like my senior year, it kind of, you see the new kids kind of coming in mm -hmm. and, um, uh, but I know when I first got there in, in 08, 09, I did three years there. So those first two years, it was like a core group. Yeah. Uh, 
Jordan, et cetera, et cetera. But then you guys graduate. And yeah. then by the time I'm a senior, it's like, you know, Rachel coming in for work. And that's <laughs> Rachel in and out of work. She's not a student. And those that kind of right. all hung together, they were kind of, you know, and the newer kids were coming in. And that's when I was just kind of like, man, you know, this is your last year. You know, this is 2010, 2011. Like, you're getting uh, put out at the, at the end of this year. You, you got an internship. And Miss Nikki hooked me up with that. Thank the Lord. She hooked me up with that internship at, at Fox 2. But just seeing that and, and dealing with all of that. But I, I didn't want to face the music. I think for me in 2010, 2011, I was like, maybe I should just take a, a gap year off or something. I was like, after I graduate, I can. It really didn't hit me. You know what I'm saying? So seeing the new kids coming in and y'all, you know, we was kind of, our run was kind of not up, but it was just, just kind of different. It was. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you it, it, early enough where still and chicken did not like go. Well, hey, look, I'm gonna say I mean, this because so, we see it, no, and 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 not even mocking or making light of everything that's happening, but like we see how shit can go left so quick for us. And that, oh, but you, 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 I think you summarized it perfectly. What if the police would have showed up? Yeah. What if? I, yeah. I mean, I've had so many situations, and not even that one. I've had situations where. Mobile Reserve, so for folks that don't know, Mobile Reserve is like a certain type of unit in the police, in the trucks. I've had them hop out before and be like, where are you going? And I'm like, well, I'm headed to school. And they're like, well, you're not in college. How many credit hours do you have? And I'm like, 16. Oh, and they're wow. like, they're like, this kid's lying. He doesn't go to school. I've had situations like that happen with the police. Um, or I've even had the police be like, you know, um, it's been some crazy situations with the police where, um, suspected me of having drugs and just telling me I'm a liar. I don't go to school and other stuff like this. And so like y'all are right. It could have definitely went left. It could have been other situations at, at Webster where I did stuff, did stuff and it could have went left also. And we see that now, even with uh, the, 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 the new case that just happened, I think it's Dante. Uh, Dante last right. yeah. There you go. Dante Wright. We see I mean, you know, I think people become so trigger happy. I don't know if I ever share with either one of y'all. One day I was leaving a uh, college party in downtown and y'all know notoriously, it's always some shit. It's always you some shit. Alexis. You was in the Lexus? I wasn't in the Lexus at the time. I was in Honda. Uh, and it's, it's always gunshots downtown. It's always gunshots. It's always somebody macing, somebody, you know, doing something crazy and this particular night, it was a party at the Hyatt. Well, it was the Hyatt at the time at Union Station. Okay. And um, my boyfriend at the time, it was like him and like his cousins and like one of their friends. We had all gotten my car because I was going to take them to their car. Hmm. And y'all, my car got surrounded by a SWAT team. Assault rifles pointed, laser, everything. And we were instructed to roll down our windows, put our hands on top of the window, like on top of my the car. Yeah, the like in the back, you know, had to have their hands up. And I'm trying to figure out what happened because somehow one of like my ex's cousins had like ran out of the car, but we did hear gunshots and we did see somebody with like blood on their shirt. So we're all like out the window, person in the middle with their hands like this. My hands are on top of the car. And I'm trying to like ask questions like what's happening, what's going on? And nobody's like answering me. And, you know, I was fortunate enough to be in a situation where I had, you know, a close family friend that's 
pretty much an uncle be that's high ranking. And I was like, hey, okay, so if nobody's gonna answer, I'm going to grab my phone and I'm going to call your boss. And it's 2.30 in the morning. I don't think he'll be happy to be getting this call. So can somebody please tell me what's happening so we can figure this out. And so, you know, they pretty much was like, oh, your car matches a description of the person that was shooting. I said, okay, so what's the description of the car? And they said a silver sedan. At the time, my car was like slate gray. It was so slate that it was almost black. Yeah. And I'm like, so that's that. I have a sedan, but it's not silver. Like silver is a very specific color. Right. And I was like, okay, so, and they was like, oh, and they, and then they was like, oh, we're, we're sorry for the mix up. And then that was just it. And they just walked away, but like on all sides, like guns pointed at us. And that's traumatizing as, it, as man. That's it really is. And I was just like, wow. And what did they say again? Oh, sorry. What, what was they, what, what they say again? They said, what? Sorry for the mix up. Yeah, sorry for the mix up. And that was it. And they just and, wow. and withdrew their weapons. And then that's that was funny. just it. Yeah. Wow. And so, like, like I said, like it, it's just, it's just a mess, and I, I feel like this week I've had enough, enough of the bullshit. You know, what that happened? What that was twenty miles away from, um, from, from, uh, come on, y'all, help me out. What's the other one in Minneapolis? Uh, it's the, oh. the Derek, Derek show. That that was George Floyd. That was twenty miles away. What just yeah. happened? With, that, yeah. And and man, that's man. man. I mean, you bring up a really great point, like nobody wants none of us wanted to see and actually at that time i'm pretty sure there were cops murdering black boys we just didn't hear about it as much as right. we do now but we just didn't want the police to come you know what i'm saying yeah. like we i think as black people we always know like the police aren't necessarily there to help you yes. and whatever situation is happening if the police come it's gonna be worse Yes, always. They're always looking for a reason. So we was just like, I think that was my biggest concern. It's like, you know, white folks are very quick to call the police. Mm -hmm. And it does it has to be like, even for minor stuff. Like there's like it, it really does that is that necessary? Well, no, you're correct. You're correct. You yeah. like I man, look so so correct. chicken wings is on the list. <laughs> I mean, like it we is. know, right? It's like Trayvon Martin was walking with some Skittles and a tea. Like it doesn't, it really doesn't take too much for somebody to feel like they got to call the cops or for the cops to insert themselves into right. a situation. Okay. You know what? I think that was the last time I saw you. You just brought up my memory. You had a, you held, you held a, uh, what's the name for Trayvon Martin? There we go. Oh, oh I got scared. I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no. I was in grad school at Washu. That's the last time. Yeah. She just sparked my memory. I'm like, and that was dope. Rachel organized that. Um, that was what 2012, wasn't it? Wow, was yeah, 2012, 13. Yeah. I feel like that, I was in grad school. I remember, um, while she was selling hoodies, and I came to it was at Tower Grove, I think it was at Tower Grove Park. I think that's where yeah. you had it at. It was, yeah, um, and um, you had a basket where we could put things in, and I brought like a, I think a tea and some Skittles to put in there. But we, that was the last time that's cried. Wow! And how long ago was that? That was that was ten years ago. We, um, that's crazy. With Trayvon, wasn't it? Yeah, and, and I remember, then, I remember being so mad that 
um, we knew who did it and he wasn't in jail. I well, do you all, do you think that this guy is gonna, this uh, Derek is gonna, I think, I don't think they're gonna convict him. That's just my opinion. Thing, well, like, yeah. we, we live in a, we live in a world where everybody saw the murder. Like they literally witnessed the murder and yet he's on trial and all the black people in the world are like, there's a good chance that he's not gonna go to jail. Yeah, great chance. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it's very scary and it's very depressing because I have black children, black boys, and um, I just don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to. Um, my wife is always like, "Why are you so hard on your boys?" And I'm like, "I just it's different. It's we're different. just not allowed mulligans. We're not allowed any error. We're marginalized. We're not. It's not. You're not given the same opportunities because of something we can't control. And so, <laughs> my kindergartner. Uh, my son, my wife is like, well, he's just like you. He plays so much. And I'm like, well, I just need him to not. It's so funny. I'm getting older now. Now I don't want to play. I don't want to laugh. Now I want him to be serious. <laughs> and I'm just like, I need him to have that laser focus. I need him. And her rebuttal is, well, he's six. What do you, yeah. he can't go his childhood. What do you, so I summarized that to say, it's just like, man, you, you don't know what to say to your children. Yeah. Because they can comply. Um, and they can, it's something still can happen. I mean, yeah. You know what I find interesting is like when George Floyd was murdered and the pandemic had started. So a whole bunch of white people, I felt like they were at home and they had the opportunity to like stop what they were doing and like basically take a second from their privilege in their lives to realize that, oh, it's some really fucked up shit going on. And I got I don't know about y'all, but I got like every other day I was either getting a text message or an email or a phone call from a white person saying, you know, I just wanted to check in. I just wanted to say, I'm I sorry. Two, I only yeah. had two people check in with me, two. And are they doing that now though? Are they doing that now? Cause people exactly. aren't saying nothing about, about Dante now. I just, you know, so, I work around I, I mean, One of them, I, I will give it her was. grace just solely based on the fact, like I know she's actually preparing to leave LA um, and move back home to Seattle. So she leaves in like a week. So I know there's like a lot on her plate, but we have enough contact where I'm like, I, I know like, cause we've been like pretty much great friends this entire time that I've been here. And you know, um, and then my other homeboy, he hasn't said anything to me, but like, I don't really outside of like, just because so much has been like such an eye opener, especially mm -hmm. during like the, the Trump years with how white women are. I'm gonna be honest. I think the biggest threat to black people are black men and white women. Mm -hmm. And when you really think like about it, uh, <laughs> because black men subscribe so much to white supremacy and the patriarchy and white women want to keep it in place. And because they know at the end of the day, the little privilege that they do have, uh, they still benefit from it. Even though everything that a lot of these men, especially white men say, like keeps them oppressed, they just don't give a fuck because they still benefit from it. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's just, I don't really keep people in my, my circle like that. Like there are people that are, you know, exceptions, you know, you know, that I really <laughs> fuck with. Yeah. Uh, that shall remain nameless. Though they thought that that was misspelling, <laughs> and it was not. <laughs> but you know, but that's that's 
that's just really that's my truth and i mean i feel like i got numbers to back that shit up you know we <laughs> researched the last election you see how how white women voted um but that's neither here nor there um but i i will say that um it's just been a really tough time. Like, like I said, like the, the pandemic has been tough for all of us. Uh, yeah. I, I will say that it's brought me a lot of clarity. Uh, mm-hmm. It pushed me to create this podcast because this is something that I oddly always wanted to do. I just didn't know how. And after having two other felt podcasts, um, you know, I was like, I got to do this third, on my own. What'd you say, Bobby? Third time. Third time. Third time. You, oh, you, you always, right. you know, so we gonna we gonna make it do what it do. So <laughs> open up there in LA, are the schools open up there or no? Man, look, you know I don't know nothing about no damn kids. I don't know oh, what's man. happening. I, I wanna know how black ass. Look, I'm y'all, my black ass got question. the Johnson and Johnson, and I just be waking up in the middle of the night to see if I'm breathing. Okay. Well, no, this, <laughs> wow. This, look, I got my second vaccination from Pfizer. And, and one of my colleagues was like, I'm so worried. I said, we right in the boat with you. We have stuff that they just put in us. It takes years for vaccinations to be looked at. And we all have been put, we all put these vaccinations in our body and they ain't even been out a whole year. So yeah. we all are, are at the mercy of whatever they put inside of these vaccinations. Like nobody is safe. If you've got well, a vaccination, and we know what we we know what the uh, the other option is. So you don't get the vaccination, you get COVID. You have a, a high percentage chance of dying. And- yeah, well, I heard it's worse if you don't get the vaccination. I, I've known about two or three people that had it more than that, but the two or three people I know that had it, it was severe. They lost like 10, 15 pounds. Um, yeah, I mean, some people my mother, like, I was on the ventilator. didn't even come back. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people are experiencing, you know, neurology. No, I can't neurological. talk. Yeah, neurological. the neurological. <laughs> hey, hey, flash that liquor again. That's the sponsor. Flash that liquor. Insert sponsor. Neurological issues. You know, like you had the guy from um, Texas Roadhouse, you know, commit suicide because the ringing in his ears oh. never stopped. You know, and he was like, just could not. And, and he was one of the few people that was like, don't pay me. Let's make sure our, our workers are good. And it wasn't a lot of people like him out there. And it, it like, it is taking a toll on people. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy y'all here. I saw Rachel a couple weeks ago. I was going to say, I'm happy I got to see you. Look at Look, y'all. I still got my tan lines. I still got my tan oh, lines. Oh, Lord. Rachel, did you go out and visit her or did she come to St. Louis? So uh, me and my what? girlfriend went to fan <laughs> lines. Where do you think she came? Okay, I know, right? She came to uh, the- We went to Palm Sunday. Desert. Palm yeah. Desert. It was actually technically La, La Quinta. Quinta. La Quinta. Um, and so- the rich part too. Real rich. <laughs> Ooh, careful, careful. I told you, Sididi, what I say? Show that Sididi, Miss Dominique. Don't play, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 attention, any men wishing to uh, what's the word that we use to court to court uh, Dominique you have to come with it you better be gotta have it four star at least <laughs> at least this won't be easy <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was so it was so good to see you and Jessica it was it was like rejuvenation yes being around people that you have memories with being around people that 
just make you laugh and make you smile and it felt like it felt like home it was it was really nice it was it was i mean it was everything it was the moment that i didn't realize like a moment in time that i didn't know i needed mm. and when i tell you like nicole like left us oh like past i thought she was coming back she wasn't coming back and then <laughs> we was just laughing. We just la- it was like eleven thirty. We was just laughing. I had a good time. We had a great time. We had so much fun. You got food. Hey. You got liquor. You got music. You got friendship. That's all you need. It really was. That remind me of a time. So look, Rachel, Dominique yeah. has a gathering at her house, right? Yeah. Like come through, right? So I come through, right? And these are like people that she knows from, I don't know how, it was just a group of people that she knew. So I brought my friend. I said, hey, Dominique, can I bring my friend Jay? She said, sure, come on. So I came through there, right? And my ex ends up being there. Do you remember this, Dominique? I have to send you the picture once uh, we get off the phone so I can okay. show you. My ex from Central Missouri ends up being there, right? So I, we get there, we're hanging out. And I'm like, I pulled Dominique to the side. I'm like, Dominique, how do you know this young lady such and such? Oh, that's a friend of a friend. And my buddy Jay was laughing the whole night. He was like, so you get invited to this party that your friend is having and your ex is there. What are the odds? And I'm like, the whole night, I was just Wait, like. who was your ex? You can say the name. It's okay. We say her name. name. Her name, Christina. Light skin, Christina. She, you knew people through Hazelwood Central. I don't know how you knew people that went to. Cause I knew one of my really good homeboys, and I used to I'm talk like, to you know them. Uh, Dominique, you were like, Bobby, just don't leave. Though. I was gonna leave. I was so mad. I'm like, dude. Look, I, don't I thought he was gonna tell the story about how I smoked the weed back to St. Louis, and we had smoked. Oh, hey, and we got hey, that was fire. That's when no, nah, I wasn't gonna put you out there on that one, but that was fire. That's when we go get white castles, and Dominique Look, criticized my driving the whole order. night. I was selling dope. I mean, well, clear because it's not dope, but you know. Really? I'm like, was, Wait a minute. Dominique was like, Bobby, you can't drive. I'm, I have to drop me off at home. I don't it, remind <laughs> you, White Castle is right around the corner from her house. Right. It's not far. But right. I guess my inability to drive, I don't know. She just felt like. Oh, because, okay, <laughs> moving away and now I. <laughs> smoke consistently. Yeah, I know. Dominique, she. That weed is she ain't playing. She let your ass know. Hey, she's like, wait, hey, where's the smoke? <laughs> you need to slow down. She was uh, like, hey. but no. When I tell y'all, it was I. I don't know how people drive high. Like I don't understand the concept. When I tell y'all, it was one night I accidentally got so high and I had to drive home from downtown. Downtown, when it's no traffic, downtown is like seven minutes away from my house. I'm gonna down. say ten minutes at the max. At at most. Hop on the highway, that's it. When I tell y'all I was so hot and I was so scared to get on the highway, I took the long route home. I took the long way home. I had the windows down. I had the music blasting because I didn't want nothing to, like, mess it up. And I knew if wind was blowing in my face and, like, Beyonce was playing, I was going to get home, okay? You was lazy focused, huh? I was like, this is, how do people do this? this I see why there's a whole campaign, don't drive high, because I can't. Stay at home, I agree with you. You should be at home, you should be, it's like alcohol. You should sit at home, don't try to operate a motor vehicle. 
<laughs> I, I, okay, look, I'm, I'm being random, but I got a question for y'all. These last two or three years, what have you guys learned? What's your biggest lesson you guys have taken away from the last two or three years? Like what? 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 Well, because we're all in our thirties, right? We're all in uh-huh. our we're all mid thirties. About to leave the thirties in a minute. <laughs> what that. are y'all? I'll say that. Uh, I, I ain't had no kids yet. Well, I got seven uh, years. Left, so I'm good. I ain't got. I, that. I'm the youngest on the line, so I so I, would, I could do that a little bit. But what are y'all? What are these thirties teaching y'all, man? That I think I think my thirties. I, I always knew this growing up that especially in the past like two years, I lost a really good friend at like 32. Dang. You know, my homegirl just dropped dead one day, you know. She passed away? Yeah, just, just. Oh my just. goodness. So I've learned that life is very short. Um, and, you know, I know that because my mom passed away at 32. And then I also learned that I will never hire a friend or mm-hmm. who I thought was a friend. Mm-hmm. Elaborate on that a little more. Uh, give me some more I, about that. I, I, I just want to put this out there. Today, I got an email. And when I tell you after I got that email, well, actually started last week, which is how I want everybody to know, y'all, this is our second time recording this shit. I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. Right. I've been singing Brand New Day from the fucking Wiz for a week. <laughs> And today, I really was like, can you feel a brand new day? This person sent a sorry ass, like, well, just in my, like, assignment, I'm not coming to work no more. Mind you, I feel like if a friend does something for you and puts their neck out on the line for you to get a job, um, Mm -hmm. it is up to you. You are supposed to show up for that friend, that went the extra mile that put their foot on people's necks that didn't want to hire you mm. to get you hired and when you can't show up or perform or you think that it is not whatever what it is if, if, if it is being a trash man and you say hey this is not what I thought it was going to be I'm letting you know that I'm going to walk away from this before I let you know the higher ups know the HR know what's happening but I'm, I'm giving you, I'm letting you know, like, and I'm, I would say, okay, cool. Right. I don't think it's fair for somebody just to send you a half-assed, like, email resignation letter saying that, and not giving two weeks. And I know two weeks is a courtesy. Like, I've been in situations where I could not give two weeks, but I let them know, like, I was, you know, kind of apologetic about it, and I had to go on my merry way. Um, and, um, you know, when somebody's supposed to be your friend, I feel like there is a certain level of respect that happens. Y'all know recently I ended a friendship of 29 years, like last year. When I say 2020 is really clarity and hindsight, I'm oh like, God, keep removing people from my life that don't serve me any purpose and that don't elevate me. And that happened. And today, like when the person started like, kind of like calling out like earlier in the week, I'm like, okay, how about this? If you're saying you have sick days left, take those sick days and then let's just end it. Mm-hmm. And then you're hooping and hollering about money, whatever you need. Okay, cool. And then you send that this morning. You don't let anybody else know. You don't, So I said, you know, in hindsight, I was like, everybody 
when people don't respect themselves, they can't respect you. Uh. <laughs> and, and, and I want everybody to walk away from that. Like when people don't respect uh. themselves, it's no way, shape or form that they can't respect you. I don't give a fuck what's going on or how they trying to play the game. They don't respect you. Yeah. And that uh. today was a lesson that I learned. And I was like, you're not my friend because mm-hmm. a friend would never do that. Bobby, you would never do that to me. Rachel, you would never do that to me. Just solely based on GP, because we fuck with each other and we like fuck with each other heavy. So it would be out of character, you know, though, you saw some chicken wings, uh, for y'all to, to, to do that. It would be, it would be out of character. Yeah. And I just, and I, and I want to, want to say that loud and clear, like you were not my friend. So I politely, I was like, okay, I ain't even gonna respond. I removed that person from my social media. And I didn't move where it was just like, I unfollowed them. I don't want you following me. You can't have access. Mm. So you decide to hit me and say, well, what happened? I will, I will lay it out for you. I wish you the best of luck at your next job. You know, having a baby by a nigga, you don't know, a little shade there. But <laughs> I both our eyes. You gotta believe that you know you don't have work ethic. And that's something that we all learn. Like we all come from the from the mud like we all come from the trenches everybody does but work ethic is what gets you ahead in life regardless of what that is if you figured out a loophole and you've made everything work for you there is still some work that you had to do to figure that out everybody don't have that and a lot of people like being the victim and that's okay but i don't want that shit around me mm. and that's it keep going Rachel, you got to go now. I don't even want to go out there. Rachel, you? <laughs> Rachel, 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 no. Like, people people like switching up on you. And I don't, I don't like it. Like, I, I feel like one thing that people could say, I had Larry on here last week. Larry was like, you moved to LA and you the same person that I knew in college. You didn't switch up. That, for what? To, to appease people that don't give a fuck about me? Man. Don't fuck with me. Don't give a damn about you. Don't give two shits about me. Y'all ain't keeping these lights on. <laughs> so I'm going to answer your question, Bobby, but I'm going to stay here for a second because Larry, I know Larry. I love Larry. Larry is such a good guy. He is totally right. Um, before we went to L.A. or before we went to Palm Springs, Palm Desert, um, my girlfriend was like, uh, tell me about Dominique. Tell me about Jessica. I mean, I know Jessica a little bit more than uh, Dominique, but tell me about Dominique. And I was like, you know what? Dominique is probably the most loyal person I've ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. And and I don't really use that word often, but when I think about Dominique, I think about someone who is never going to judge you or characterize you by your flaws, by the things that you've done wrong. When she sees you, you're going to know that she is genuinely happy to be in your presence. She's going to give you her time, her attention. She's going to be just very present and very happy. And if you need her to be serious and you need to bounce something off of her, she's going to be that too. It's, it's just, I don't like you cry. Now she, (laughs) keep talking, Rachel. I don't think you know, everybody comes into your life for very specific reasons. And um, yeah. the fact that Dominique and I, you know, have been friends for so long, 
you know, things become clear as you get older. And Dominique is like, I hold people to the standard of loyalty that Dominique has set, period. Yeah. Because we, we have both been like so disappointed recently when it comes to, to people that are supposed to be in our corners. And, you know, I was talking to my, like my homeboy about the situation this morning and he was, you know, had a similar situation that happened with like a friend, uh, a family friend. And I just was like, you know, some people just don't understand the concept of what friendship means. Yeah. And my my friends, I look at y'all like family. Like Rachel is a sister to me. Um, you know, I can call Rachel. You know, I might it might be late her time, but it's rare that Rachel won't pick up. Yeah. Uh and if she mm-hmm. don't pick up, it's it's either a text or a text in the morning or something as a follow-up. Uh yeah. same thing, you know, for you, I know you're gonna answer, you know, and, and some people don't. Because they've never had people do right by them. Hmm. Um, And they don't, and, and, you know, like we always talked about earlier, kids being a victim of the circumstances, and then you get people that Mm -hmm. elevate and that try to cultivate things to be better, you know? Um, And some people just don't know how to fix that. And so they they perpetuate what has happened to them. You know, like my my dad didn't know his dad growing up. And when my mom died and we ended up going to live with my aunt that we call mom, you know, my dad could have been like, fuck these kids, you know, but my dad did it, you know, but my my dad and his family like have really been like a, a village to us, you know, like I, and that's just really what it is. But like, he didn't have, he, but he had people like uncles around that, you know, helped raise him. So he knew like when that time came, I got to do right by my kids. Just because my dad wasn't there, that don't mean that I, I get this back where I'm, oh, well, I didn't have a father. No, that's not, that's not what it is. We learn and we grow. Yeah. And some people, some people, like I said, they like being a victim. Do that somewhere else. Oh, well, and, and the, what I'm learning is they like to hold you back. They not as you. You you know how you can tell if somebody's your good friend or not. They're gonna be excited for you when you succeed. They yeah. ain't gonna you. They ain't gonna. I'm straight learning that now. Like everybody don't make the final cut, bro. And you can't you can't drag your feet waiting on somebody else to. You know, everybody straight ain't gonna make it, and it hurt. I ain't gonna lie, it hurt, man. Cause I'm learning, like, bro, you can't be loyal to folks that. Don't give a damn. They're going to show you. All you got to do is open up your eyes. If you do something and they ain't doing they're going to hate or either they're going to reflect and try to bring it back on themselves. Like, I want all y'all to win. I'm happy for all y'all. Anytime yeah. y'all do something, I'm bragging on y'all. Not because I'm insecure or, you know, I'm trying to, you know, big myself up. It's, it's I don't know, man. It's, man, the 30s is, I'm going to say this, the 30s is what the 20s should have been with a little bit more money. I ain't got it like that, but it's it's a little bit more, it's it's a little bit more uh a little more logic in my brain now. I can think a little bit more clear. You know what I'm saying? It's now uh, you need your 20s. You you need yeah. your 20s. You oh, need to be able man. to like to fall and get back up and to make mistakes and and to not know because yeah. the knowing like the wisdom is is a gift. But you can't you can't get there without experience. Yeah. You know, like how, that's 
how do you guard yourself against? Because I know like, you good people, you know what I'm saying? How are you now with, because I know, you know, we, I don't know. Are, are you good with new friends? Or are you more so like, I'm just keeping my circle? Well, you I'll, know? I'll answer your question first. And I think the biggest lesson for me um, in my, in my thirties um, is to mind my business. Mm. And I, <laughs> And I know that sounds simple. I know that sounds simple, but truly it's not. And once I learned, even in interpersonal relationships, when when you're dating someone or when you have a a very close friendship that feels like family, um, there are a lot of people who will try to make something about you that is really about them. Mm -hmm. And when you're doing self-care, like I go to therapy, religiously and i started practicing buddhism so those two things in and of itself keep me grounded and keep me very self-aware about what is what is about me and what is not about me Mm -hmm. and when you start making decisions from that place and when you start recognizing things from that place it is so much easier not to be caught up in bullshit and and be like oh oh no sis that's you that's 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 your stuff And I know we all got stuff. So if you want to process your stuff, I'm here to process your stuff. But I can't put that stuff on my back. And I put I put other people's stuff on my back for years. So I I keep my circle. I keep my circle small. You ain't playing. (laughs) And and I I'm not. And I and I mind my business. I, I, I I'm Bobby. I mean, I'm telling you, like, it's a it is a. It is a intentional decision every morning when I wake up. If I don't want to do something, that's my business. If I do want to do something, that's my business. If you want to do something, child, that's your business. And I like Tabitha Brown says that all the time. And I resonate with that for so for a while. But yeah, that's my biggest lesson. I'm learning. Like you said, stay in your lane. That's what I that's my catchphrase now. But stay in your lane. Don't bring over. And I'm such a high impact person where mm-hmm. I've been, I've had calls and, you know, I, I've, you know, a lot of times when people call, they just dump and they don't ask you if you're in the space to unpack emotionally. They don't, they don't. And because a lot of times you really not. And then somebody, you ever talk to somebody and you just feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders. I can't do that no more. And I've always been told that I am very like cold, very like dismissive. I need to bring that back. Like, because I, I, I'm like, I really need to, I need to kick it up a notch because a lot of your shit, like you, like Rachel said, like what you shit don't, what you, what you eat don't make me shit. And so I really feel like, you know, that people. Yeah. He wants to scare me. I'm sorry. Y'all keep going. Hold on. uh, You know, that people. I've allowed enough grace to people. I just mm-hmm. can't keep doing that. And so, and, and that's just really what it is, you know, and, and, and it's a process. It's a, a part of learning. It's a part of elevating, being a better version of yourself. <laughs> Girl, you, should, you should see Rosa. She's hey, Rosa. Hola, Rosa. She was like, who the fuck? Yo, Rosa got, y'all see my eyelashes? That's how Rosa <laughs> eyelashes are naturally. She's so beautiful. Heavy, heavy, so beautiful. Girl. heavy girl. Uh, <laughs> I got, thank you. Yeah, yeah. 
This is Rachel. This Hi. is Rachel. It's Dominique. Yeah, that's that's them. Okay, those are my buddies. Oh okay, my god! Oh, so you can't Thank tell mommy you. I have girlfriends on. Those are my friends. She already know what you're talking. <laughs> oh, I don't have girlfriends. Don't do that. Uh, don't do that because you're gonna get your ass beat when you get home. Come on, buddy. Now, you know, Aquarius, don't play. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Uh, as a fellow Aquarius, you're dead beat. I'm just letting you know. You already know. You already know. Don't play. Don't um, play. Don't play with Brooke, can we do this again another time? Uh, yeah. Or two? Because I got to yeah. get ready to come home. Can we? Ashton, don't do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh, hey, man, payback. That's all I'm going to say. Woo, payback. <laughs> I, I, I'm nervous for myself because I was a bad kid. Like, you know, my, my cousin that you remind me of, he, uh... He passed away not too long ago, but I have a cousin that you remind me so much of, my cousin Sean. And I remember one of the last things we talked about was me pouring Kool-Aid on his head when I was a kid because he turned the channel. <laughs> so I'm like, Lord, please be with me. <laughs> Yo, your daughter is going to be something else. Ashton, can I finish this real quick? I'm almost done. At <laughs> it's okay, Bobby. Just go ahead. Oh we got you. We love you. We'll definitely do this again. Don't yeah. call them girl, okay? They're women. Say, ma'am. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? This, this is what it is. Like, like, crazy. It'd be like, girl. payback is ma'am. My mama just laugh every time. She'd be like, ha, ha, ha. Well, I appreciate y'all for having me on the platform. Girl, uh, yeah. Ashton, can I just, can you give me 10 <laughs> seconds, please? Bobby, Bobby, plug your podcast with your wife. Oh, yeah. It's called The Trussell's Truth. Girl. Check us out. We're on Ashton. We're on Anchor. Um, and we're also on Ashton. <laughs> and we're also on, man, pay, Payback, man. I tell you, it's like uh, a joke all day. Just laugh. Get up in the morning, mess with me. Joke with me, laugh with me. My wife is like, hey, he loves you. Just understand that that's your son showing you he loves you. So I try not to be. Our relationship is like Urkel and, um, and Carl. I yell at him. He make me feel bad. Then I yell at him again, and he make it's just it's that's us, Urkel and Winslow. Like he, he breaks something, I yell. Then he be like, "I just want to love you." Then I be like, "Oh, see, Ashton, why are you hitting? Stop!" <laughs> okay, so, All um, right, Bobby, going up out of here. I appreciate you. I'm gonna talk to Robert Rachel for a second, then we're gonna get out of here. Hey, text me. I love you, guys. Ashton. Just say bye. Why are you? Bye, late? Ashton. Bye. 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 Hey, child. All right, y'all. Ashton, chill. Chill. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, girl. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Talk to y'all later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, sit back, Ashton. Let me make you unhappy. He said, bye, girl. Bye, girl. Bye, girl. Man, but yeah, no, back, you know, what we were saying, it was just like, it's important to have people in your corner you know we don't always get to choose our family we don't get to choose our family let's just be real we don't but your friends are an extension of you and your friends pretty much become your family Absolutely. and I treasure you know you and you know Jessica like so freaking much yes and uh, though she owes me a phone call but it's okay uh or a phone call 
girl. <laughs> uh, Jessica never switched up. Wasn't answering her phone before she got married and had kids. <laughs> that was just what it is. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you people, friends come and go. Like they really do, and it's just you know. I, I really understand what my mom told me now, you know, growing up, like you will be able to catch up friends on one hand, mm. you know, she was like, you know, you think it's cool to have this big circle, but by the time you, you know, hit 40, you will, your friends will be on one hand. Yeah. And that might be on one and a half for me, but you know, <laughs> uh, for the most part, that's just really what it is. And, and people have just solely started to reveal themselves and I just be like, bye. Yeah. And, and not everybody's meant to go with you and, yeah. and not even in a negative way. You know what I'm saying? Like people reveal themselves and it's, you know, it's all a matter of, you know, how you grow and how they grow. And sometimes those times don't match up. Doesn't make them bad people. Doesn't make you a bad person, but literally everybody cannot go with you. They cannot. Wherever you're going. <laughs> yep. That is, that is very true. And, and it's always, sometimes it's like, moments where it's like well god damn like this is it's a shocker yeah so um and it's just like well like this don't make sense and then it's like you know something happened down the line and you'll be like huh Mm -hmm. it makes sense oh yeah oh yeah always people 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 will show you who they are it's hard for us to believe but Mm -hmm. you know my angel gives gives the best advice believe them the Mm -hmm. first time and people uh, can show you who you are better than they can tell you <laughs> i found it rushing right there that was terrible uh, <laughs> believe them believe them <laughs> uh, <Not rushing. laughs> terrible, terrible. I, I, uh, I knew it was terrible because you hear my angela like she kind of has this nasal thing going and then she talks <laughs> slow like this and it goes up and uh, oh, i keep saying it russian i'm gonna leave it alone i, I uh, i'm sorry i'm gonna let it go i'm gonna let it go y'all know what good. i'm trying to say you're good i'm terrible uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and even even the ones that are worth fighting for, you'll know. No, you'll know, yeah. and and you know, sometimes it doesn't. You don't have to be in conflict with somebody to test your relationship. It, uh-huh. That's not that's not a thing. And if you feel like it's something you should fight for, do it, and then you'll you'll understand whether or not it is. somebody really need to get a hold of me. I don't know. See the thing about. <laughs> like how do i silence it on the computer um uh, it is a way that you can do it i i i'm gonna have to walk you through it because i okay. it's a way that you can do it uh okay. but no but that's true you know recently i did an episode with one of my one of my really good friends um and um he's a, a, a psychotherapist now and we know each other through somebody that was like a former friend of mine. And he was like, well, if I set it up, would you be interested? I said, no. And he was like, really? I said, no. <laughs> I said, because the thing is this. We have phones, we have emails, we have social media. And I feel like if you got a problem with somebody, like, and, and you care about that person and you cherish that person, you will make that known. And so y'all can talk through whatever the issue is. Yeah. You don't get to 
have somebody else, you know, kind of set the stage, you know, like, like I'm on trial, like you, you prepping me for trial. And then this person is, you know, supposed to be the mediator. And then the person that was in the kind of in the middle of it, you know, once I like talked him through what was really going on and what happened, what was happening, he felt like trash after that. He felt bad because hmm. he didn't recognize and realize like what was happening. Yeah. You know, um, people, people like to insert extra people to make themselves not, you know, don't look like, so they don't feel like the bad person and all of this Absolutely. stuff. No, I don't, I don't owe that to you. Yeah. And I, and I think part of like, when you mind your business for so long, like you start, you become more in tune with, um, your gut, your intuition, mm-hmm. you know, your whatever. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like when situations happen, I do like to call my homegirl be like yo am I tripping or and they'd be like girl no you're not tripping I do like to hear that but um I think you get more you become more aware of your intuition and you don't need that uh verification and that justification yep I'm getting closer to that I'm not quite there yet but um my sister said my mama used to tell her Whenever she would say, Mama, my friend said that, my mama used to say, Your friends are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like so Sandra Lee. That's so my mom. But it's true. Like you have to get to a point to where it's like, just because somebody says something, just because somebody writes something, doesn't make it law, doesn't make it true. It could make it true for them, but yep. it doesn't have to be true for you. No, and absolutely. You can reject it and you don't have to go through the rigmarole trying to figure out, well, should I or should I not? You know, most of the time people are just stupid. Yeah, and 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 that and it is really as simple as that. You know, I think I think you know, society teaches us that, you know, that there's power in being accepted by people. And yeah. so we have this space of where people always want to be accepted like oh having more friends it's a great thing you have all these people that that look out for you and care about your interests when, when it's really you know especially now motherfuckers be clout chasers i know when shit like when i really get to like elevate to the level that i'm supposed to, i know niggas is gonna say shit and i'm like oh that happened that might not happen i might not have threw up or shit in their car because i was <laughs> i was roofied i was roofied though so there's an excuse for that happening. Right. No, but what was her excuse for sleeping with my ex-boyfriend? So let's start there. So yeah. you got to be careful, you know, and some shit is not even worth acknowledging. You laugh at it and just keep it moving. I've never felt like I've had to defend my character because people that ultimately know me like you at the end of the day, they know what's real and what's fake. And, okay. and that's just that. Exactly. So. I, I agree with you 1000%. It's, that's another good thing about your thirties. Like you stop defending yourself. Yeah. It's like either we gonna either we gonna call a thing a thing, either we're going to have an adult conversation and try to get to a solution or we're not. And I'm not interested in the alternative. Yeah. <laughs> like, life is too short. And I mean, I got too many things that I could be doing otherwise. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Well, I love you, Rachel, and I'm so happy you popped up and popped in on Bobby, and we talked about his wing debacle. Hopefully. <laughs> I don't know that nigga probably out here still stealing wings, my nigga. Like he might do. He, he might, might do. 
and I thank you for having me and I'm so proud of you and you just you you. stayed out in LA and you did your thing and I just love seeing you happy I just want you to be happy for the rest of your life because I love you I love you more and happiness (laughs) always looks good on you like I said you know Rachel you gave me my flowers and I want to give you yours because you know those are some friends that are like really like lifesavers and and Rachel is that person you know uh and, and Rachel wouldn't hurt a fly and so you got a problem with Rachel, you got a problem with me. <laughs> it's not a lot of people like you and Antoinette are like one of like the purest people I know. It's always laughing. It's no drama. It's always a great time. You know, when you around, you know, Antoinette gonna pull up to first watch with her own look and pour it in the drink. Yes. So <laughs> all day, every day. <laughs> all day, every day. And you know, uh, we bonding right now over collard greens. <laughs> we made collard greens like back to back to back. Did you make greens? Really? So, yes. She's That's like, she's giving me a picture Sunday. Look what I did. I said, Well, I thought you wasn't making them so Friday. She's like, girl, I wasn't doing that during the week. <laughs> I need to call her. I miss her. Yeah, so I just, I'm just happy you're here. Um, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to share this moment with you and Bobby. And this this has been everything. This is everything I needed this week. Because girl, shit. What a week. This been a fucking week. You know, honestly, white people leave black people alone. Just please. We got enough shit going on in our own communities that we trying to fix. Leave us the fuck alone. Like, I don't understand why it's so hard to mind your motherfucking business. See, y'all need to go get some goddamn business. So you need to be worried about why your husband over there sleeping with Paul and Rachel. Well, not this Rachel, but the other Rachel. Yeah, don't confuse it with me. <laughs> not I this Rachel. I don't want nobody's penis. With Molly and Karen, okay? <laughs> you know, go mind your own shit. You know, we trying to do better. Like, why can't, you know, y'all y'all did all this shit to come in the world. Why can't we win? Like, we just want to win. Let us live. Let us live. That's all we want to do. Niggas just want to live. Like, I should not be worried about, like, what's going to happen, or I should not have to pull into a parking lot when there is a cop car following me. Like, come on. We just want to live, and we deserve to live. Yes. So, with that being said, I will see y'all back here next week. One of y'all niggas, if it's person, you know, it would be nice. Uncle Nears, Black-owned business. but thank y'all uh rachel do you have any social media that you want to plug because i know you have it okay (laughs) don't find me don't come looking for me (laughs) (laughs) if if we're not friends already i don't want it With like, subscribe, and share uh, Whiskey Sour on all media platforms. And I will see y'all back here next week. Uh Uh-oh, I hear somebody coming down the stairs. I'm sure she want to say hi.